on a day where it was beautiful weather outside, I go back to work after being on vacation. Brendan's getting so mad at me on the inside right now. On a day that the Jets traded Sam Darnold and a day after or two days after, whatever it is at this point, where Vitaly Kravtsov debuts for the Rangers, I would like to welcome everybody to Pucks and Brews episode 10 with my unsponsored brew of choice, a Duncan Cold Brew. Brendan, Woj, how the hell are you? Good. How are you, Shades? Just, Doing just, a little bit better now. Just got back from uh, Connecticut. Was hanging out there all weekend. Now I'm back. Literally just got back like half hour ago. Hopped on the pod with the boys because I'm dedicated. Yeah, Shades is the only one with the brew. Uh, I drink tonight, but if I did, I had to get my stomach pumped by the end of uh, Shades' outro in the next mm. half hour. <laughs> well, what do you got in the house just uh, just for conversation? Uh, OxyClean, fucking bleach. Good stuff. I only drink uh, Taffer's uh, seltzers now. Yeah. That's actually a new rule. We're only going to drink taffer seltzer. Mango, so- sel- mango seltzer on Clorox. Great. That's the worst. Whoa, special. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brendan, while you were uh, having fun in Connecticut all weekend, I literally got a paper cut on the one and only book I touched at work today. So that just goes to show you how my Monday's going. It doesn't pay to be a nerd. You're touching books. It doesn't help. Well, I honestly totally fucking forgot that today was Monday. I'm living in my, I don't even know what today is. I forgot I even have to go back to work tomorrow. It's a good thing you guys reminded me I wouldn't have woken up. I don't think you have a problem waking up. It's me who has the problem. Fuck, it is Monday. Yeah, what did you guys think? I thought it was Tuesday. I don't even know, dude. I thought it was like Sunday. I'm barely alive right now. I don't know know what day it is. I don't care. Price rose yesterday. So good for him. Okay. So, uh, yeah, once again, everyone, welcome to the historic episode 10 of Pucks and Brews. Grab an unsponsored brew of choice or your favorite drink of choice. Drink up and listen to whatever the hell we're about to say. So, boys, I mean, they lost to the fucking Sabres. Well, Shades, honestly, I'm glad that they... uh... You know, I was thinking back to our last bet, and I didn't want to bring this up till now. But if our what our first bet would have still been on technically, if the if the Sabers didn't beat the Flyers, and then they would have beat us. <laughs> uh, I, no, I don't think so because it was I just think, specifically for that game. Yeah, yeah, that would have been pretty funny though. Yeah, if that had been the case. So are we all even. No one owes anyone money. As, As of, of now, now we're, we're even. all even. Yeah. All right, good because I wasn't paying you. Yeah, because, wow. Yeah, because uh, you know, obviously we know our second bet, Kratzov didn't end up scoring a point against Buffalo, but holy shit, he was close. Shades almost. Uh, Allmark must have knew about it, our bet. On top of it, too. Yeah, on top of it, it would have been the game-winning goal too, which would have been sick in the debut game. Well, it's it's funny because I remember, and they were showing the highlights before. He did play a preseason. He did play some preseason. Was like it was. I mean, not that preseason. Yeah, he had a he had a goal. But, I yeah, I think he did have a goal. I think you're right about yeah. that. And surprisingly, Sam Rosen got his name right, too, when he scored that goal in the preseason game. That's huh. a fucking shocker. He didn't mess it. He didn't mess his name up 
in the debut either, which I'm happy about. You don't fuck Not with yet, the Russians. Anyway. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But yeah, so we're all even. Thank God I don't owe either of you $10 or both of you $10. And uh, we Shades, lost I the was... fucking Buffalo. <laughs> Shades, I wasn't going to say my prediction was almost right. I said 3 and 0. Almost. 2 0 and 1. 2 0 and 1. Almost yeah. had it. I mean, it, right. we it was scary there for a while in the first Buffalo game. All right. I want to, now that we're talking about the Buffalo games, I just want to bring this up. The fact that, and this is a trend, I actually feels like a trend all season to say definitely in the last two games. But is it me or do we just keep blowing the games like late? Yeah, we do. <clears throat> I mean, uh, they was, weren't, they weren't really blowing games, I don't think, when they had uh, Knobloch coaching. Maybe one, one of the four games that he played, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, that game against Buffalo, we blew the lead with, what, six seconds left just to win in overtime? Yeah. And then we ended up coughing up a goal with, what, uh, maybe like three or four minutes left or something like that? Or was there more time left than that? Yeah, one of the uh, games was 3.6 seconds. The other one was like, uh, what was it, like 3.16 left? Or No, I wouldn't. No, it wasn't 3.16. I would have remembered that one. It was like three, four minutes left, but still. I did see something pretty funny though. I saw a lot of fans like in the uh, comments of like Rick's articles talking about like, oh, uh, Shesty needs to be better when closing out games. I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I haven't played in like two months. I don't, I don't also agree with that statement. I don't think that really has anything to do with the fact that I think it yeah. falls more on more on the team than it does on him, to be honest. Like, I mean, when you an easy blame, I mean, they, they lost to a – well, they almost lost the first game, and they lost the second game against Buffalo, and they're, what, 0-16-3? and 3? Oh, no, 1-16-3 at that time or whatever they were. They had a shitty record. They, they really shouldn't have gotten – those should have been two blowout games. Yeah. I mean, you got to – I guess I was kind of expecting Buffalo to be buzzing a little bit considering they yeah. did, did just catch the win. Yeah. That, they fired their coach. But – yeah, they got points in four straight, which is incredible. Well, for them. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen. Them. I'm kind of I'm I'm ready to like move on from the Buffalo game for a second because we'd talk about one of our more impressive wins of the season. I just want to Washington. Uh, before we do that, I just want to say something about uh, what you said earlier about people commenting on Rick's article about blowing games, and I'm just like, here's my response to that. Shesterkin did the first Buffalo game what Georgiev has not done all season so far, and that is win a, a one-goal game. That's my reaction to that. Now we can talk about the Washington game. Go right ahead, Brendan. The floor is yours. Well, I mean, if I remember correctly, we did end up giving up an early lead and uh, basically looked like it was going to be an absolute blowout of a game. Mm-hmm. But definitely a rough start. Yeah. Shades, just pick it. You pick it up from there. Four twenty-two into the game, they were down two nothing, and I think we all agree. Or somebody just fart. What the hell? Was uh, that? just it was oh. my chair. Yeah, I was about a sec. But no, like it, like you just said, it looked like one of those games that was just gonna be from the moment puck dropped, 
it looked like it just wasn't going to go the Rangers way. And then that third period happened and yeah, we were, we had a lot to be happy about after that game. It was the first game all season that we won a game trailing going into the third period, which is something that you love to see from a team this young. I mean, also against Washington because they were, they are still are probably one of the best teams. I mean, obviously the best, I think the best team in the East right now could be top five team in the whole league. Definitely the East. Definitely really good. It's also it's also really interesting because our division is like I think more so a Phillies playing at the top of their game. But like when you think about it, like we, we also have some like pretty like shit teams in our division as well. Like yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo, <laughs> New Jersey's pretty bad. I mean yeah. I'm I'm thinking about it from like you know, like a Islanders or like Washington perspective. Yeah, Boston really I mean, isn't good either. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say us being a strong team per se, but I would think we would probably give teams a way better game than Jersey and Buffalo. But yeah, like when this season, I feel like it's lacked. Yeah, how good I of think, a division um, it could be. I think the teams you expect to be really good aren't going to be have been as good. Like I thought, Philly would be a lot better. They're just outside or. Yeah, they're just outside the playoff spot, or they had that that fourth spot. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. Boston hasn't been great, uh, but I think I mean they've been all right. But I think it's a testament to showing how good the Islanders and how good Washington's been all year. And then Pittsburgh been sneaky, pretty good, even though I expected them to start having a, a downfall because everybody on that team's getting a little bit older each year. Yeah, and I think Malkin's out, right? I'm pretty sure Malkin's out. He's missed time. I don't know if he's out right now, but he's definitely he's missed something. Yeah, dude, Philly especially. I mean, like, what the hell happened? They even put Gosta Spear on waivers. Yeah. And he cleared, which, to be honest, isn't that surprising considering the flat cap and everybody's cap situation. But, I yeah. mean, like, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, another – I mean, a good sign – well, a decent sign, I guess, is uh, I saw AV actually benched hard for, like, an entire week saying that he needs to, you know – like try harder and then i'm pretty sure they ended up losing the game actually against the islanders but hard actually played a really good game so maybe they'll turn it around which would make things interesting yeah, at this he needs point to, in the season for us he needs to try harder as a coach to implement the defensive oh. system but i thought i thought you were gonna make a fucking pun there <laughs> yeah he's gonna try he's gonna try harder like heart not hard <laughs> he's gonna try harder what yeah no but um yeah, it's a goalie thing where it's just like they get inside their own head and they start going like a, in a pit, like they can't get out of their own way, which I still think he's really good. I also just think that the defense hasn't been good. I mean, they really, next to Provorov, who I think is really good, open a Norris one year. I've said it before on Twitter, but um, he's probably their number one, and he's not getting enough help by whoever their number two is. Elliot? No, no, the, uh, the defense. Oh. I'm saying. I don't know who the next defense struggling. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of good guys on that on that back end. So, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was really hoping that my uh, it's still a possibility, even though my division predictions are pretty much just shit at this point. But I would say it would be pretty awesome if the Rangers ended up slipping in that fourth spot and Boston didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, now Boston, like awesome. you said earlier, which Boston's definitely been underwhelming. Yeah. I think Rask has been out too, right? To be honest, I'm not even sure. Yeah, fuck them. But Shades, what's while we're talking about the Washington game, and uh, we're you know kind of jumping around, but we gotta we do have to talk about the play of Fox because I see you made a note of it, and holy shit, this guy's been something else. Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, two second round picks, man. I mean, that's really. All you can say. I mean, we got him just for an absolute steal. And he's literally turning into a number one defenseman, hopefully soon to be in the Norris conversation. I mean, dude, he's I, I thought I thought that the the calls for it, like on Instagram and Twitter, were like you know, like all right, like relax. But then I realized that he's actually like tied for points or the defenseman with with Hedman, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, he's he's tied for the lead in assists. Oh, is it assists? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. He's not up there in points then. He's very close. He's only like two or three behind as we speak. Oh, I mean, still, that's gonna basically we all know realistically that Norris is who scores the most points as a <laughs> as yeah. a defenseman. It has absolutely nothing to do with de- <laughs> with defense. Let me so. just put into perspective at how much of a joke the Norris is some years. Drew Doughty still gets Norris votes. Drew Doughty hasn't had a good season in at least three or four years. It's like, stop voting for guys based on reputation and focus on what they did that specific season. Well, I'm not sure how he's playing this season, but I mean, I just wanted to get that off my chest. LA has been pretty decent. I just want yeah, to be, I'm, I'm not sh- I'm not sure that if that's you know if that has much to do with him I'm sure it does cuz he is good but yeah I agree with you shades I mean it was basically the Norse <laughs> for a while was like Carlson Burns Burns would have like 80 points except that he's yeah. not even that good at D same thing with Eric Carlson Did he play like his first like two or three years at forward for the Wild yeah, Brett, oh, Brett Burns. Yeah, he was a yeah, winner. He was a forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the, the defense category, I would, I'd like for them to make it like two or three trophies. Be like highest scoring defenseman gets one, you know, best two-way defender, and then best like shutdown, like D-man, like uh, based on block shots and like time on ice. <laughs> Dan Girardi. Yeah, Dan Girardi <laughs> win one every year. Give him the, the Girardi award. That's true. I had I mean, to say that for you, Brendan. Had they to. might as well just make a Dan Girardi award. Most block yeah. shots every year. He's penalized could, and shit. We could just start. We could just start that award. Well, ourselves. I mean, isn't like the least penalized uh, like the, the Lady Bing? The, yeah, yeah, but like for defensive, whereas like they're you, they're going at it every night and they're like uh, more like those high danger penalties. like penalty like like areas or zones in the corners. Can we give an award? based on which defenseman loses the most blood per game. I mean, I think that would easily go to Ryan Lindgren. Yeah. <laughs> he get he get a vote every year. Shades, you were talking about – Every year, every night. <laughs> yeah. You were talking – I want to talk about this for a second because you were talking about how much of a steal Fox is, and I also agree. When we were texting about this earlier, Strom's also pretty much a steal as well. I mean, we basically traded – what do we just trade Ryan Spooner for, Ryan Spooner, for him? Who was basically so, a throw-in in the in the, in the Nash, Nash right? Yeah. yeah. So for me, I, I mean, he's been on an absolute rampage too. What are the numbers for him? I, I think his assist streak ended last game, though, right? Point it, streak. 
it might have. I know, I know the first game against Buffalo, as I read my notes here, uh, Strom extended at like at, for that game. He extended his point streak to 11 games and extended his assist streak to 10 games, which is tied for second with Rod Gilbert on the longest assist streak in the franchise's history, only behind Brian Leach, who had a 15-game streak, which that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Strom has been good this year. I mean, we really can't ask anything more. It would be interesting if, I mean, we kind of got into this earlier and it, I feel like people have brought it up, like if the Rangers would trade him, if there was an option, for, you know, like a contender team would trade for Strom for picks, would you guys be down? Um, I, I think I would have, if you asked us at the beginning of the season, I would say yes based on like what he does but he really hasn't i mean he's been he's been had a good season but i don't think he's ready to get that that number two slot i mean maybe he is he just needs nice time to see it but um then to play with panarin but who knows I, I think uh i think we'd hold on to him for at least the next year see if you were if you would have asked me that question last year i would have said hands down trade him for picks but with the way he's been playing this year especially even when panarin was out and you could tell like just watching him alone, he stepped up his game to a whole new level that I didn't think he had. So if you're trading him at this point, in my opinion, it has to be a hockey deal. It can't be uh, like a rebuilding type of, of trade. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you guys. I mean, unless I guess the Rangers have to make a decision. I mean, we only we signed him to what a two year deal or a three year deal? Two year deal. Two year deal. It's like, do you want to move forward with him, or do you plan on re-signing him after next season, or are you going to end up not signing him? Because then, I, at that point, then I would just trade him. Yeah, but I don't know if anybody's going to come knocking for Strom. But interesting, anyway. I, you never know. He's his cap hits only three and a half million, and with how good he's playing, I mean, if I'm an opposing GM, and I hear whispers about the Rangers hypothetically trying to, uh, or hypothetically listening to offers on him. I'm calling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say so too. Shades, you want to talk about uh, your boy David Quinn? We might as well. I mean, look, I'm just going to start this off like go batshit crazy right off the bat. Kraftsov has a good NHL debut. He almost scores the go-ahead goal late in the third period and for whatever reason he's practicing the next day or the two days later whenever the hell on the fourth line that's the lines that I think Vince Mercogliano reported on Twitter and I'm just like why you bring him in from Russia he was playing well in Russia from all accounts that we were getting has a good NHL debut, and you're already putting him on the fourth line. Why? You, you, <laughs> Howden was not even in that lineup. Gautier was also scratched. How do you justify putting him on the fourth line? I can't with this guy's decision sometimes. I can't wrap my head around why that's a thing. One yeah, of you, please go ahead. Well, this was the uh, this is the practice lines, right? Yeah, these are the practice lines. So the only thing I'm hoping for is that 
it stays the same for next game, the, the way it was in, in the, the last game they played. Um, maybe he just uses, like, OTA. It's like, right, I'll give him the day. You know, if he had a good game the other night. I'll give him the rest, which he doesn't inadvertently say. And then maybe he, he just gives uh, Kraft up in the fourth line just to see how he does with the other, the other two guys on the line in case he has to move him down in a game situation or something. But That's the only thing I can think is reasonable is why she did that. I can agree practice. with you. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. But yeah, just my whole thing is like, oh, if he keeps it for the next game, that's insane. Yeah, no, he's a twenty-one-year-old. He, like, he needs to develop. Like, he's not a. He's nowhere near a finished product. And you're gonna put him. No offense to Phil DiGiuseppe. I, I'm sure he's a great guy. But you're gonna put him with Phil DiGiuseppe, who is nothing more than a bottom six forward who, frankly, half the games he's played in, he really hasn't been anything special here's, at all. Here's the only thing I could think of, Shades. I mean, one, I feel like this is classic. Like, Quinn would do something like this. But if this is the, if this ends up being the lines for tomorrow's game, I wouldn't be surprised if they, are, if they actually rotate the puck around semi-decently, which I know sounds, like, insane, but... Like Rooney has been pretty good, especially for a fourth liner. And, you know, on these same lines, we're talking about Zib, Kreider, Booch is line one. Blackwell's been bumped up to the second line now with Strom Panarin, with Strom and Panarin. And then we have Heedle down to the third line. So it's, and I'm sorry, Kako down to the third line. Jesus, I'm like Sam Rosen. Heedle, yeah. Kako. <laughs> and then Phil DiGiuseppe, Rooney, and off so i i don't know it's interesting i'm more i'm more like thinking about it from the kako standpoint because i feel like he's actually been a little better on the second line so it's interesting to me that we would take him off the second line yeah i forget also also it just kind of like throws the balance of the line that they had like blackwell's a righty and now you have three right-handed guys on one line as opposed to having Kako on the right wing. It's a nice little balance for the cross-ice passes, especially with Panarin. Yeah, and like I think you said, Brendan, I think you said this uh, before we started recording, like Blackwell getting moved up to the second line. It's just like, you even said it, and I 100% agree with you, that like we have no problem with Blackwell. He's been really good this year, but he's not a top six forward. He was actually working really nicely on the fourth line, which is... And Rooney were great. Yeah. So yeah. I think he should stay there. And, like, Kraft's... Like, okay, granted, he only finished with 10 minutes of ice time because there were a, a ton of penalties that last game. But, I mean, holy crap, man. Like, it's been one game. Just, like, stick with what's working mm-hmm. for, like, two, three games before you start switching everything up. The only thing I thought of that, like, in Kratzov's debut with that line with Laugh, Hedo, and Kako, and now that I'm thinking about it, you know, now that uh, Kako is on that – I'm sorry. Oh, I fucked that up. Laugh, Hedo, and Kratzov line. I said Kako. Um, okay, Sam Rosen. Yeah, I know. Jesus, I'm really, I'm really like – I'm like Sam Rosen, dude. Holy shit. He's going to have to call me and talk about how he deals with it after the games. 
He probably just drinks fucking bottles of whiskey. Blunt after the game. But uh, yeah, the only thing I can think of about that line was that they were a little rusty defensively in the defensive zone. I thought there was a lot of like little giveaways and they weren't as good at breaking out of the zone. But now I'm thinking about, I'm like, I don't know if that was the case, then I don't think Kako is going to help that, that aspect of it. Now, like being able to win of, puck battles and, and whatever, but I don't know. Speaking of defensive plays, uh, Kravtsov actually made a really good defensive play to arguably rob the Sabres of a goal. It would have been a, pretty much an A-plus scoring chance, but he stopped it, and I was just like, all right, this... All right, I like what I see from this kid. Oh, is that um, the back check one that you're talking about? Uh, it it might have been. I don't know. My memory's foggy. Yeah. Um, and you just think you can, like, guess when... Uh, well, I mean, I would say right now we're pretty tight within the... Uh, um, what's it called? The race of the playoffs. But if we end up like being like a few points out the last like 10 games left how many how many are left now do you guys know like by chance i think we still have like uh, i can 19. check for you right now the rangers have played 37 games which means there's 19 games left and they are four Jeez. points behind Heard boston but uh right, boston's so, got three games in hand hopefully if something happens like uh i mean i'd, I'd like for them to go all the way and win but if they end up not, if Buffalo, I'm sorry, if Boston pulls ahead and we start playing like shit, what would you do if like the last 10 games when it doesn't matter, they start, they, they put Blackwell on the second line, they keep all the kids down below the top six? Oh, I'm going <laughs> to. At that point, there's no reason to. You might as well just play them on the first and second line. Woj, if that happens, uh, I might legitimately break something. <laughs> nice. I might legitimately Good. break something. Or I might just shut a game off in the middle of it and just go outside just because yeah nature's beautiful and then on top of it what was they're just gonna they're not gonna play shesty either they're just gonna play gorgiev one thing i were you guys surprised in the fact that we didn't start gorgiev in the second buffalo game i really thought we should have started him (laughs) not that that game had anything not that that loss had anything to do with shesty but like I really thought that. I really thought he probably should have got the, should have got the start. I think the thought process behind that one was Chesty's coming off an injury, and they just they want to get him a few games in a row, trying to get him into a rhythm. That's the only thing I could think of. Because now, yeah. I mean, when was the last time Gorgiev has played? Because I I don't even remember. It's been a least, couple games now. It's been at least six. Yeah. Because the last um, the last. Backup to play was Kincaid, and that was against Washington, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I think they they kept him in again just to maybe see if we can get hot. I don't know, especially against a team like Buffalo. Like uh, maybe we can string it together, and maybe we can start. You know. Uh, I mean, he played insane. I mean, he really kept yeah. the game because I honestly really thought that we got worked in that Buffalo game in the second Buffalo game. Like I thought. Buffalo had a lot of like puck possession and the Rangers didn't really look that sharp in my opinion. No, dude, I'll give Buffalo credit. They actually looked halfway decent in that second game. I will give them full credit on you, man. They were buzzing around cause they, they had gotten that win. Yeah. I think it was a big, uh, 
a big help for them to get that win. Oh, uh, I just, I have to bring this up. Did you guys remember when freaking Skinner didn't have a stick and he came skating in on a breakaway basically? Oh, dude, I was, that was awesome. Oh, that was fantastic. Then he tries to soccer pass and then just, no, it was fantastic. You should have just kicked it on net that at was... that point, got on the rebound. Because if it would have banked in off of somebody on the Rangers, I'm pretty sure it would have counted as a goal. That was yeah, a uh, – he's doing a tribute to um, Ralph Kluger, his old coach. Because he <laughs> didn't he like uh, – didn't he manage a soccer team before in Europe, before he came over to the NHL? Yes, actually. Yeah, that's why he did it. Hmm. That's what he taught him. That's okay. why Skinner can't put the fucking puck in that this year. Hmm. Uh, what was it? I wanted to bring up one more thing. Oh, yeah. The second Buffalo game, the Rangers actually had six of their own first round picks playing, which I think tied the franchise record, which I mean, that's pretty awesome. Uh, like Kreider, Heedle, Kraftsov, uh, Miller. I'm blanking. Kako and Lafreniere. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, hopefully. Well, there's only one of them that's good right now. Hopefully the rest of them get better. Which one's good, Miller? No, Kreider. I mean, he's not great. It's, it's good. Could be better. Then we've been saying that for eight years, but that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll be that's saying that for the next eight years with these other kids. It's classic Kreider. Kreider goes on a rampage for like 15, 10 games. I shouldn't even say 15, like five games, and then he, he disappears for like 15. 15 goals in five games, and then he just it's goes classic. home. Yeah, next tw- next twenty games, empty netter goal. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh oh. Uh, since you guys love stats, Fox extended his point streak to ten games in that second Buffalo game, and he's got twenty six points in his last twenty games. Cha ching. Say, nice. say it again. Uh, Fox has a ten game point streak. It's mm-hmm. like still ongoing after that second Buffalo game, and twenty six points in his last twenty games. Oh, and Panarin got his third straight multi-point game. He's he's got 11 goals, 25 assists, and 34 points to regain the team lead in scoring because, you know, he's a beast machine. All right. I know we're going to end this shortly, and I want to – one last thing. I want to end it on this. Go for it. Would you have gone with Kako in the shootout against Buffalo in that situation? Because I honestly um, wouldn't have. He was the second guy or third guy? He was the last shooter, but I'm uh, – Yeah, no, he was the third guy. He third guy, the... yeah, to tie who, it. Yeah. Who went first and second again? Like, that. this is how bad my memory is. Yeah. Panarin and Zibanejad, right? Um, who scored the goals that game? The goal? Was it two? What did we lose by? Yeah, no, Panarin scored both goals. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Um. Actually, yeah. I, no, I would have, because I mean, dude. Eventually, like these guys are gonna be like him, Lafreniere. Maybe Heat. Old time will tell, but especially Kako and Lafreniere, like those guys in like three or four years, are gonna be the main focal point of the team. Like you gotta start slowly integrating them into shootouts. So I would say, yeah, I probably would have went with him too. Actually, Honestly, now that I think about it. I would. I didn't mind going Kako because he's done it a few times so far. But now, if you think it, I would have gone Fox. Not a bad pick, honestly. I don't really think of it too much because defense him. But now, I, I I think he's been really hot. So 
I'm just judging it based off of like what I've seen. Like, I feel like the last couple breakaways that Kako has had, he's done literally the same exact thing he did on that shootout. Not even that. It's just like, dude, he gets in tight and he does like 800 stick handles, but he doesn't get a shot off. It's like, bro, just shoot the fucking puck. Like, I honestly, if I was, I mean, this would have been. I think would freaking everybody would have loved to see. And that was just Kratzoff coming in and just scoring. That would have been sick. I would have fucking picked him. I don't know. Like, nah, you go out there, dude. Yeah. Just fuck with people. That would have been very interesting if that happened. Cause I would have been awesome. I'd have been like, no, bro, pressure's on. Fuck you. Let's go. If that dude, if he would have actually did that, if he would have been in the shootout and he would have scored, I, we would have been at each other's throats, whether or not the bet, which way the bet. It would have counted. He just got a point. He won the game for them. But he didn't technically score a goal because shootout those go yeah. shootout goals don't count. Yeah, but it was three two. Who pushed him over the edge? But it doesn't count towards its stats. I would, yeah. If he scored the shootout winner, that that wouldn't have counted towards the bet. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, well, it should have. Okay, well, I'm just happy I'm, like, even again. And Shades, I want to end it on this. Mark Stahl, third goal of the season. Oh, yeah, the GOAT, Mark Stahl. Got more goals than fucking... Uh, who won the Rangers? Truba? Yeah, more goals than Truba. Uh, oh, I for... Oh, yeah. So, I'm actually really glad you brought up Mark Stahl because uh, I, w- I did want to bring this up. Also... Follow New York Stats and Info on Twitter. That just awesome Twitter follow. Keandre Miller has logged 20 minutes or more of ice time in 26 games this season, most among NHL rookies. Since the NHL began to track ice time in 97-98, only three Rangers rookies have logged at least 20 minutes of ice time in more games than Miller. Fedor Tutin with 56. Delzato, Michael Delzato with 33, and the GOAT marks the wall with 31. Nice. Miller is an elite company if he's being compared to the GOAT <laughs> marks the wall. Yeah, I love it. I love and, it. And I can only imagine too. how much people's heads are exploding every time I say that, the GOAT marks the wall. People are like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's, that's how I get my, through my life, being an idiot, so... It's been working pretty well so far. <laughs> People are going to hate, kid. But we're true Markstall fans. Haters going to hate. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, I got nothing else. Do you guys? No, That's I'm it, man. Tired. I always like to end it on stall. You can't, you can't even – what else can you say after that? I mean, eventually I am probably going to make a proposition for a fourth bet with you guys for the season, but we'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge Mark, when we get to it. Markstall won the Norse. <laughs> yeah okay i wish i mean me and brendan would go absolutely nuts but anyway thank you everyone for listening or watching if you're watching on youtube hit that subscribe button by the way to uh, stay posted or stay updated on when we upload it's going to be at noon on any day we give so just the time frame uh hope you tomorrow? enjoyed we are uh, well i mean we are uploading tomorrow, but if I say oh. that now, it people are going to be like, wait, they just uploaded today. They're uploading tomorrow. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. So this video is being released on a Tuesday. Or this episode is being released on Tuesday. Next episode, episode 11, is going to be released next Tuesday, a week from today. And hope you enjoyed a favorite drink of your choice or an unsponsored brew. I finished my cold brew like 10 minutes ago. I've just been basically sipping the freaking ice water. And yeah, follow us on all of our socials listed in the description below. And I still can't believe I got a paper cut today. I touched one fucking book. Hey, Shane, it's has been you. No cut. My hand's completely fine. Well, read between the lines, okay? Two in the paint, one in the stink. Ah, there you go. All right, nice.